0: This is Paul Pachter, CEO of Long Island Cares and the Harry Chapin Regional Food Bank. And welcome back to another episode of Feed the Need, our weekly podcast where we take you into the operations of the Harry Chapin Food Bank and Long Island Cares. And we have an opportunity to meet some very special people that are part of the Long Island Cares family. So on this episode, my guests are Marisa Hoheb and Karen Spencer, and both of them have been longtime volunteers at Long Island Cares, and we're so happy to have them here. Thank you. Thank you. The audience loves it, too. Thank you, everyone. It's great to have you here. Thank you. So, Marissa, let's start uh, with you. Okay. And... How did it happen that you came to Long Island Cares to volunteer?
1: Well, it was my fortune, I think, um, to come upon a an ad for Long Island Cares a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I've been retired. I was finished raising my granddaughter. So um, I was looking for some opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, let me check it out. And the minute I walked in the doors, I knew I had found a home away from home. The people... The, the the work itself, I mean, it was hand in glove for me. So I'm very honored to be part of this organization. And I've pulled in my wife, Karin, and <laughs> half half my family members have come through the doors because I've been so enthusiastic about it.
0: Uh, that's incredible. Thank you so much. And you've been with us now for uh, more than two... No, it's it's
1: almost two years. It feels like so much longer, but it's only been about two years.
0: And what did you retire from? I was a
1: fourth grade teacher in Comec. Uh, Loved it. But when my granddaughter was born eight years ago, Mm -hmm. I didn't want her to go into daycare. So I retired Mm -hmm. a little bit early to take care of her. Now she's in third grade, so much of my work is done.
0: You know, I (laughs) remember my fourth grade teacher in elementary Uh, school. Doesn't everybody. uh, (laughs) So well. Her name was Mrs. Saltzman. (laughs) She was tall. She had short blonde hair. She was very, very pretty. And as a fourth grader, oh, of course. I had a crush on her. <laughs> she, was, she was wonderful.
1: <laughs> that seems to be the grade that most people do remember. I go. love fourth grade, so uh-huh. I love teaching fourth grade.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. I, actually, I just can't remember my third grade teacher. For some reason, I guess she didn't leave an impression. Everyone else I remember. <laughs> Karen. Tell me about you, and how did you find your way to Long Island Cares, other than Marisa saying, you need to come with me?
2: Well, I'd say that would be the major one. I've been retired for five years.
0: What would you retire from? I
2: was uh, an administrator at Hofstra. Oh, nice. Um, And uh, so I'd been looking about a bit also for volunteer opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when Marisa got involved with, with Long Island Cares, especially last november when the yeah. the uh, adopt a family, family started yeah right. then she just said get over you've here you wanted to come you wanted to come let's do it now and yeah. i did and i as, as marisa said i happened to her too i'm just got totally totally immersed in it and it's uh the, the people are wonderful the, the people, people are, are. Absolutely. and you have the opportunity uh to to really see an impact of, of yeah. what you're doing it's not just sitting stuffing envelopes no, somewhere That's right. really true you're and and Certainly, we've been working with the adoptive family, but we also pack lunches over at at the warehouse. Mm -hmm. And um, I know I I was particularly struck. We did um, the senior resource fair um, a couple of months ago, and we were just involved in serving the breakfast. Mm -hmm. And the people who were coming in, they're saying, this is so wonderful. This is great. And oh, thank you. And and it just. It's really true. You you get such a wonderful rush from that. Um,
0: You know, we find that a lot. You know, when when you talk about coming to Long Island Cares, and the both of you hit on hit on the first impression that people usually have, and and that's our staff. Oh, Oh,
1: phenomenal, amazing, phenomenal, totally amazing, warm, caring, uh, always there to assist you, to help you, to answer questions. They always make you feel special and appreciated. Mm -hmm. Which is unusual for most And they
0: are, they really are our uh, best assets, oh, you know, yes. they're at the heart and yes. soul. But as you know, they people say it comes from the top. When the top sets that tone and the uh, culture of the organization, then the staff K- will kudos follow. Kudos to you, Paul. <laughs> kudos <laughs> to you. No, it's really kudos true. to you. So, should, should. Let me ask you a question. So you came here to volunteer. Did you always have an interest in the issue of food insecurity and hunger?
1: Well, I can. for myself as a teacher, mm-hmm. even, I was in Comec, which is a relatively affluent district. Right. However, there is a population that was coming in more and more into the district. That was, did have food insecurity. Mm -hmm. And as a teacher uh, with my students, I would try to, if I saw a family, a couple of families struggling, I would do what I could personally. Right. But it certainly made me very aware that there's a whole great number of people on Long Island, which, again, we tend to think of it as an affluent area. You think you focus in on the, the mansions of the Gold Coast and all. Sure. But there are plenty of people here who are living paycheck to paycheck. Um, And really, when I got involved with Long Island Cares, I began to read articles about you in the Mm -hmm. newspaper. um, And I saw the the sheer number of of needy individuals. Um, I realized that it it was a very important thing to get involved, that even a small measure of of volunteerism has a huge impact, Mm -hmm. that you have the opportunity to see your work, your efforts, your time, your resources, your money, whatever, have a direct impact on people who, who need that and who mm. benefit from it.
0: No, that's absolutely Very true. Gratifying. Absolutely Very gratifying. Absolutely true. And Karin, did did you have, you know, an idea of hunger and food insecurity? And was, you know, because you could volunteer anywhere online, yes, exactly. with any nonprofit, you know, whether they serve children or seniors, or you know you could volunteer with animals and shelters. Was the issue of food insecurity something you were concerned about?
2: I think just as a human being, obviously concerned about mm-hmm. it. I don't think I was aware of the magnitude of it, though. Yeah. Um, you know, again, as Marisa said, Long Island in general is viewed as relatively yeah. affluent. At least parts of it. There are some mm-hmm. that, some yeah. parts that are absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um So I I will confess I hadn't thought as much about it mm-hmm. until Marisa got involved, and then that that pretty much opened yeah. my eyes. It's an education to, to, for both of yeah. us.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, the, yeah. again whether you work at Long Island Cares or you volunteer at Long Island mm-hmm. Cares there's always a similar response to what you just mm-hmm. said and that we we never knew that the problem was so extensive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. we expect that there are people who are struggling we know about homelessness we know that there are people that are living in poverty but you have to come to the food bank and just look at the warehouse Yeah, exactly. to realize how extensive it is. It's an astounding experience. And, you know, you both also said something that I've been saying now for the past 15 years that I've been with Long Island Cares, and especially when I meet with community groups or I meet with elected officials. So 40 years ago when Harry Chapin, 42 years ago, when Harry Chapin founded Long Island Cares, uh, I was around, I was a new social worker, only out in the field for a year now, working in the mental health field. And I remember thinking to myself, there really are pockets of poverty on Long Island. And we know that in many uh, ways, those communities where there are pockets of poverty are established purposely mm. to segregate people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who are poor. Absolutely. So now you fast forward 42 years from then, and the narrative, in my opinion, has changed, where there are pockets of affluence on Long Island. <sighs>
2: Interesting. Ma- Interesting. But the majority yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. of people,
0: uh-huh. 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 as uh, Marisa, you said, the majority of Long Islanders are living paycheck to paycheck.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially since we- it's so expensive on this right. island. Everything is so costly. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And we saw a lot of that, and you probably saw it too, because you've been with us now for two years, during COVID, Uh,
1: when uh, so
0: many families, those that were furloughed, those that had to stay home because Uh the business was closed, and they don't have savings. No, no. You know, because they're living paycheck to paycheck. There's no
1: safety net for them. No, correct. The safety
0: net is being eroded constantly. Mm -hmm. And so we find ourselves where this is not the same Long Island that your parents moved to 60 years ago. absolutely not. not Even with our population is changing. So let's switch for a second over to uh, adopt a family. Uh Uh-huh. I think now we're in our third or fourth year of doing Adopt-A-Family. I believe
1: believe this is our second year as volunteers, but it was established a couple of years ago, yes.
0: So Adopt-A-Family, for those of you listening to the podcast, is a program that one of our staff, Billy Ganyu, who's our uh, food drive and community events manager, put together to have the public donate a bag of food during the holiday that would be filled with the vegetables and the uh, boxed potatoes and all the trimmings to make a perfect holiday meal for a family in need, the only thing that we provide Long Island Cares is the turkey. And this year, of course, it's turkey, chicken, ham, uh, pork roast. And the first year, we hope to serve, you know, two thousand people, mm. maybe. <laughs> And we accomplished that, and then it started to grow. Oh, so yeah. the second year was 5,000 families who asked to be part of Adopt-A-Family. And this year, we we have a goal of 7,000.
1: I believe last year it was 11,000. It was 11,000. Right. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. it was. This year is going to be much more challenging because of the food price increase. Let's talk I'm about that. It has really... Yeah. Having shopped last year so extensively for the supplies that we needed, mm-hmm. I became very aware of how much does a can of cranberry sauce, mm-hmm. how much does a box of stuffing. How much I was shocked when mm-hmm. I went this year, started this year to see how some of the prices have doubled. Mm-hmm. So I know that the families out there that want to contribute are going to be equally taken aback and have to maybe make choices about what they mm-hmm. give or can't instead of one meal, they can, two meals, they can only give one uh, we're, we're concerned about that.
0: Well, I think yeah. we have every right to be concerned because even uh, for the food bank itself, and, you know, yeah. people should know that we purchase about 70% of the food that we distribute to the uh, 510 organizations. What we're seeing right now is an increase of about 30% in the cost of food. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds about right. Absolutely. No, so yeah.
0: what it's doing to us is, so maybe last year we went out and we purchased 1,500 turkeys or 2,000 turkeys. Because of the price, now we're only able to purchase 1,100 or 1,200 at most. Mm -hmm. So the inflation and the economic challenges that the American families are facing right now, organizations such as food banks are facing it because together we do purchase most of the food. Uh, What's making it a little more challenging right now is the government commodity food that we bring in, which is about three to four million pounds a year, Uh, the government is ready to give us the food. The problem is the farmers aren't producing it fast Uh, enough. And before the farmers produce for the government, they produce for their commercial clients. So that if you take a supermarket like uh, Stop and Shop, and they're purchasing potatoes in Idaho they've got the first crack at the farm before the government has a crack at the farm because frankly uh, stop and shop they're paying more for the potato than the government is going to pay for it so we find ourselves in this very what I refer to as a vicious cycle of course a circle yeah. of uncertainty mm-hmm. we never know if the food is coming or not and you know we could expect this year that we're going to get 15 different kinds of commodity food and it could be cereal and it could be raisins it could be walnuts. Whoever's in need, that's where the government goes in to bail out. But what's happening is we're seeing too many cancellations of these orders. Mm. You know, the government Mm. expected it, but it's not going to happen.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Whatever was grown in Florida and the government expected to get this year was wiped out by the hurricane. yeah, Yeah,
1: of course.
0: So we see that. So... When the volunteers like you come in, and I know that you guys have been elevated because you're like the coordinators of Adopt a Family.
1: I think we didn't step back fast enough, <laughs> but we're very honored to, yes, to help we, yes. are. we are.
0: We always say if we don't attend a meeting that we're supposed to go you to, we're elected to chair <laughs> of something. Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. So what take me through the volunteer experience when Another neighbor of ours like you comes and says, I want to help out with adoptive family. What can they expect? Um,
1: in ter- they they can access the list of four different kinds of meals, mm-hmm. traditional, Caribbean, South American, and kosher. Mm-hmm. They can then, I, I hope I'm answering a question here, uh, that individual can then choose which... Uh, type of food, the type of meal they mm-hmm. want to provide. Right. They go to the supermarket or shop around, put all the items that are on that list, specifically items for that Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner, uh, bag it up and bring it to us. Now, if the volunteers here will then go through each bag right. to make sure that it is complete,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: it, there are no extra items in it or items are missing. And that's the challenge for us. We con- Very few bags come in Perfect. So you always have to mix and match. If somebody sent in maybe two small jars of something, but somebody Mm -hmm. sent in two large jars, we'll try to even it out so that each box that goes out to a family is as close Mm -hmm. to identical as possible. It's always a challenge because we're always right. What don't we have? Is it pie crust? Is it, you know, dessert? Is it turkey mashed potatoes for Mm -hmm. that day? So then we run out and we'll do that extra shopping. Um, I've never shopped so much in my life for food
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so it's, It, it in, really is more than just packing a bag. absolutely. Absolutely it is.
1: There's a lot of judgment calls, yeah. a lot of decision making. Mm-hmm. It's not robotic at all. Because right. if it becomes that way, mistakes are made. Yeah. Right. And people don't receive equal boxes or mm-hmm. they don't receive what they need. And part uh, of the looking at the items, too,
2: is that mm-hmm. some people will, let's say, get a little six-pack of, of mixed fruit or something mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. And they will separate them from the... The cardboard, mm. and if it doesn't have yeah. a nutritional value on we it, can't we use can't them. do it. As can't you know. use them. So, yeah. it, it's it's that's that's the tough part yeah. too.
1: Again, but those have to go not be used for this thing. And I think the volunteers find that interesting that there is always this give and take and who has a can of this and where do I get that? Mm -hmm. and what Judgment calls about a dented can Mm -hmm. or a box that might have been Mm opened and we have to decide as a group can we use this? Would you want to get it? If you don't want to get it, then don't. Mm -hmm. And extra food is all sent down to the warehouse for general
0: distribution. Mm -hmm. It's never wasted. It's it's never wasted. But some
1: people do get very generous and they start throwing things in that we cannot use.
0: Understood. Uh, which and, is appreciated. But. And, you know, you mentioned uh, earlier about people who uh, requested halal food or kosher food or Caribbean-style yeah. food. Yeah. And that really, you know, this year has been a turning point for our organization, Long Island Cares, in terms of trying to better respond to the cultural diversity of course. needs mm-hmm. of, course. of the mm-hmm. people of who course. are living here. And, you know, the... Diversity of Long Island has changed dramatically in the last, you know, 30 years, and where you see more people of color and and more people from different countries and uh, different needs and wants, and it really has been a learning experience for us. And we try to do the same with our staff, making sure that we have a diverse staff that can respond to the needs of everyone. Mm-hmm. So. If we're looking at Adopt-A-Family, if someone in the community, someone listening to the program wants to make a donation to Long Island Cares to support Adopt-A-Family, all you need to do is go on our website at licares.org, hit the donate button, Mm -hmm. or just hit the Adopt-A-Family button, and you can donate a check if you'd like, but you can also go to your local supermarket Mm -hmm. with the list Mm -hmm. of food that Mm -hmm. people are looking for, purchase it and then bring it back to Long Island cares and donate it and i think for so many people that want to support adopt a family this idea of gee this is a let me take my kids with me in the supermarket uh, and go through yeah. this journey absolutely we yep. need this we need something called curry and you'll find it and there's something yeah. called you know a certain jelly that people don't like or there's jerk sauce we yeah. need jerk sauce and Where do you find these things and what it is? (laughs) It's better an education for us, for sure. And I think the biggest education that people should take away is that, as you said earlier, the both of you, you're helping 11,000 people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, this is no small task. There's 11,000 people that need uh, food assistance, and we're trying to provide it uh, the best we can. So we just uh, keep going at it. Oh, my God. Not again. That has nothing to do with you. That sound simply means that we are out of time. Oh. And I, I told you 15 minutes was going to go fast. very fast. It very fast. We, we even went overboard with it. <laughs> but uh, Marisa Hoheb and Karin Spencer, you I can't say enough about the two of you. And oh. why I sleep well at night is knowing that there's a couple thousand more people just like you Absolutely. that yes. have come to Long Island Cares to assist us in our work. They are to make wonderful it, people. Make the a inspirational difference in the lives to of us. people Absolutely. in need. You know, Absolutely. It, it's been really has been a pleasure to have you both sit down with me in the studio and talk about Adopt a Family. I know for sure that I will be inviting you both back for a future episode again on other issues (laughs) of importance. Give us a couple of weeks so we can finish packing. We're going to give you enough time to uh, finish packing for Adopt-A-Family and doing everything else that you have to do. I can assure you of that. Well, thank you all for tuning in. You can listen to Feed the Need on uh, the platform of your choice wherever you get your podcasts. This is Paul Pachter, CEO of Long Island Cares. Together we'll feed the need and solve hunger on Long Island eventually. Stay well and take care of each other.